0: invite all the kids kindergarten through fifth grade we're going through these doors right here i'm sure it looks like it's rainy outside gonna miss you guys and girls y'all have a great time with mr adam and miss katie man what a powerful time of worship thank you jeff and praise team today for leading us to the throne of grace if you want to take your bibles and turn to acts you can remain seated Uh, i want to make sure that we give the context for what i shared with you earlier Um, again i want to reiterate to you that we have people available in the back to talk with you about believers baptism i just want to be honest with you This is totally, absolutely out of my comfort zone. Okay? And I say that on so many different levels, and here's why. My mom's sitting right over here, and my dad's back in the back again. Men, if you need to talk with him or Pastor Will, or Brother Will, Pastor Terry, um, please do that. But when I was a kid, I was very, very, very shy. Now, some of you are like, man, Pastor Ben, we've seen you act crazy at camp and and get up and be silly in front of the kids and so on and so forth. But when I was 11 years old, the Lord saved me, and that was even a big deal. Um, Something that I struggled with as a kid, and some of you probably know my testimony. But what was even harder was getting up in front of people and professing my faith and trust in Jesus Christ for salvation through believer's baptism. Mama, you remember this, scared to death, Daddy, you can recall, to have to stand before someone, adults especially, and to be baptized. And so I say that to maybe someone today that's totally apprehensive, but feeling the Holy Spirit's tugging on your heart, to be baptized today. And, and by the way, listen to me. Y'all know some of you know me all my life. I'm not here for sensationalism, emotionalism, trying to jerk at anybody's strings today, okay? But God has been working in my life through this passage. I want to get back in there and, and just get dumped again. Because it just set me free as a kid to. Understand as I grew up and grew in my faith the will of God for my life. And so you can ask Pastor Jeff leading up to today in counsel with Pastor Robbie as well. I didn't want to do this today. In fact, I almost backed out as far as providing you with this opportunity. The devil said, That's crazy. You're, you don't have anybody's baptize scheduled for baptism. And I just couldn't let it go. I just couldn't put it down. Some of you, I've, I even talked to you about, we've been talking about decisions. We do that with children and students all the time. By the way, up here on Wednesday nights, we've just been seeing God work through our middle school and our high school students, and we've had multiple decisions already that we're going to be following up with. But this passage lends itself to no other end result in application for a believer to follow through if they haven't already in believer's baptism. And so I'm praying that God today, through His Word, and not anything that I have to say, not taking a lot of your time, that someone today would be obedient and follow through with what God maybe has been calling you to do for a long, long time. So we see this carried out in Acts chapter 8. I want to read it to you in verse 26. title of the message is A Divine Encounter, and I'm going to give you the three points real quick after we read the the passage here. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, Get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. Now, that's important. Notice that Luke, when he was writing, included that little information, because that's going to help us at the end here. So he got up and went. There was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch, a high official of Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. The spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. When Philip ran up to it, and we see the obedience of, here's the application for the, for the Christ follower today that's already been baptized and set free. He not only was obedient to go, but then when he got there, he ran up to that Ethiopian official, somebody very important. He ran up to him. He heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch replied to Philip, I ask you, who is the prophet saying this about? Himself or another person? So Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning from that scripture. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? And Philip said, if you believe with all of your heart, you may. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Then he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized them. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer. But he went on his way rejoicing. Philip appeared in Azotus, and he was traveling and evangelizing all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word God, we thank you that the power of the Holy Spirit is evident all throughout the book of Acts. God, we thank you that your word doesn't return void. God, we thank you that you used, as we find in the book of Acts, unskilled, ordinary men. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, you did some extraordinary, miraculous things in the midst of all of the believers at that time. So, God, we're praying that today, if there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, that today would be their day of salvation, responding to the good news of the gospel and accepting the greatest gift ever given, the gift of eternal life through Christ Jesus. God, if there's one here that maybe has been saved for a while or maybe has recently come to know you, God, I pray that today they would follow through with believers' baptism in obedience to our Heavenly Father and as a symbol to the whole world to which they belong. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First point today in a divine encounter is there was a divine encounter through worship. I don't know about you, but it's no accident today that you showed up here on Sunday, October the 13th at 1045 a.m. to sit in that chair beside that person to have an encounter with the living God through worship. I hope you anticipated that when you came here today. As I mentioned earlier in my introduction, I've been anticipating this somewhat with reluctancy leading up to today. But I'll tell you what, I'm excited. I'm excited about what God's doing in our church. I'm excited about what God is doing in the lives of believers. I'm excited about what He's going to do today through worship. God spoke to me as we lifted up the name of Jesus, as we worshipped him. So that's points number one right there, a divine encounter through worship. Number two, are you ready? A divine encounter through the word. A divine encounter through the word. We see that the Ethiopian eunuch, he desired to find out what it meant to find out the prophecy of Isaiah so that he could find out the meaning of life. The meaning of life, which is to live for Jesus and give your whole heart and life to him. The gospel was presented clearly, and he believed. Some of us have heard the gospel and heard the gospel and maybe even rejected the gospel time and time again. But I thank God that when I was 11 years old, that God set me free through the power of the gospel in my life. When I trusted him as Savior in my living room, my dad obediently, led me to the Lord when I was struggling to find out whether or not I really was saved. And that night I got it right. The Ethiopian eunuch that day through the leading of Philip got it right. And it was because of the power of the Word of God, the prophecy of Isaiah. So we know what the good news of the gospel is, that Jesus died and rose again so that we might have eternal life and be saved from our sins. That is something that I present often. Student ministry and in children's ministry. And children and youth so easily with soft hearts respond to that. But as we get older, we recognize a divine encounter and we shut it down. You know, I don't get many opportunities to stand before you, but today, out of love, I want to encourage you that as your minister to families, as your children's children's pastor, as your student minister for your teenager... That Jesus loves you. Jesus wants to have a relationship with you. Jesus died for you. Jesus wants to set you free from your sins. And if you don't know him today, what are you waiting on? It's the best thing any of us can do on the face of the earth. It is nothing else matters without Jesus. Life doesn't make sense without Jesus Christ. The Ethiopian unit was trying to discover the meaning of life and thank God Philip was obedient to go and share that with him. So here's what I want you to do. I told you I'm not going to keep you long today. Would you bow with me? This is your opportunity to respond to the gospel. This is the second point in the application of it. And then we've got one more. Would you take a moment to examine your heart right there where you sit? Can you go back to a time in your life where you had an encounter with Jesus Christ, you trusted in Him for salvation, you realized that your sin separated you from Him, the one that loves you, the one that died for you, the one that wants you more than anything in this world. Can you go back to a time? Can you go back to a time when that happened in your life? If not, today I want to ask you, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? You want to be rapture ready? You want to be reach crusade ready? You want to be ready to meet Jesus face to face? In heaven, are you saved? Are you right with God? Have you called upon the name of the Lord to be saved as the scriptures say? Have you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart just like as the Ethiopian eunuch did? Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose again. Then we know that in the book of Romans it says, Paul wrote, you will be saved. Have you been saved from your sins? For by grace you have been saved through faith. This not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by work. Some of us have been working hard trying to get right with God. But He wants to set you free through His grace and through His love. So if that's you today, and you need to be saved. This is your pull-over-on-the-side-of-the-road experience. Just like that Ethiopian official who thought he was important, thought he had it all figured out, thought his life meant something, but something was missing, and it was Jesus. If that's you today, right there where you sit, will you just say this prayer in your heart and mean it with all of who you are? Say, dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sins separate me from you. Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again so I could be set free from my sins. So right now, I'm trusting in you, Jesus. I'm believing in you to make me right with God. Save me. Save me from my sins. Right there where you sit, will you ask him to do that? The best you know how. With nobody looking around. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Would anybody... By the show of hands, say, Pastor Ben, I prayed today for the very first time. I meant it with all of my heart, and I understood what it meant to be a child of God. I received Jesus and trusted in Him for salvation today. That was me. I prayed that prayer with you. I've been saved. I just want to encourage you. I want to pray for you. We you just raise your hand up right there where you sit? Right there where you sit, will you just say, Pastor Ben, pray for me. Anybody today, don't reject him any longer. Put pride aside. Dads, husbands, mothers, wives. Maybe you've been in church all of your life. Your life's a wreck, your family's in shambles. Jesus can put it all back together. Do you know him today? Heavenly Father, as we continue in this service, God, I pray that your word will again not return void. For it's your name we pray. Amen. Verse 36, it says, as they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, Look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? What would keep me from being baptized? I don't know what's keeping you today. Maybe you've been in church all of your life. Maybe you've even served in the church. Maybe you're a a deacon in this church. But you've never followed through with believer's baptism. I have conversations often with individuals who say, well, I think I know what I did when I was little and I was baptized right after that. But then finally, a little bit later on in life, I understood the gospel and I responded to it and I was saved. And do you know what I tell people that I have conversations with about that? I'll say, well, then the next step is believer's baptism. And here's the response I get. Well, I've already done that. And I say, no, politely, I want to correct you on that. If you were saved after all of what happened when you were little or whenever that happened, then you need to follow through a believer's baptism. You say, how did they respond? Well, I want to give you two instances. I'm not going to call any names, but real quick. I told you I wasn't going to keep you long. One of them was a young man. He was excited about doing things for the Lord. We were working alongside of each other. It's been years ago. And he was fired up about God's plan and and doing all these things. And even his parents, they were kind of funny about... Uh, hey, he needs to find a job. You know, he's just really searching. You know how college students are. They're trying to find themselves. Well, he was a young man, college student. But he told me a story similar to that. It was experienced when I was younger. And then I was actually got it right as a teenager. And, and now I want to live for God. And so I told him, I said, you need to follow through a believer's baptism. And he looked at me kind of funny. We went through that, and I explained through the scriptures why that was important just like we see here in this scripture today. And that young man, to this very day, he went on, he followed through, he put pride aside, and he was baptized, and he's serving the Lord today, reaching young men all over this county. And I believe, I'm not a prophet like Isaiah was in these scripture, but if he wouldn't have followed through with a believer's baptism, then I feel like those people that he impacted wouldn't have been reached. Why? Because Satan would have threw it up in his face. You know you've never been baptized. You know you've never been followed through with believer's baptism. But he did it, and God set him free to serve him. Another instance, a young lady, same thing, had a salvation experience to which she thought when she was little. But then when she got a little bit older, she understood and responded to the gospel and was saved. Same situation. We had a discussion, and guess what happened? Yeah, you're right. You know the end of the story. She followed through with believers baptism, had grown up in church all her life, had stood and served the Lord in front of many Two. hey, here we are. You see what the Spirit does? To finish my story, She followed through a believer's baptism. She's setting the woods on fire for the Lord to serve him. Hey. Y'all, bear with us for a minute, if you will, just a second. Everybody, this is Miss Teresa McClure. I know some of you have been praying about God doing a work today. And He is working in hearts and lives. If you would, Miss Teresa, just come and sit right here on that top step. Just take your time. Very good. Very good. You know what? This is very brave for Miss Teresa to come. I'm going to come around on this side. Jeff, what'd I say? If one would come today, I believe there'd be others. Oh my goodness. Mr. Reese, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud for you, for what God is doing in your life, and this is a courageous step of faith for a child of God. I admire you for doing this today but more than anything we know that the Lord is pleased so thank God for your testimony now I asked her a question right before she got up here after she had counseled with my wife about her salvation and you remember that question have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior amen confident in that and so day, today miss Teresa In obedience to our Father in heaven, and upon your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. get out. So, my dad just came and informed me we got a young man. He's been in our children's ministry on Sunday mornings, Cash Pruitt, and so he's getting changed. He's back there with his parents and Mr. Will, and I want to let you you go ahead and share that like you were wanting to share.
1: Well, a couple of things I want to share.
0: Y'all see we didn't have this plan.
1: First of all, uh, there was a man, and Ben was with me. We were at the Golden Pantry in Lexington. You remember that? Yes, sir, I do. And uh, I think it made a real impression on Ben. It certainly made an impression on me. I had known this man and rabbit hunted with him, and I was pumping gas, and he was next to me, and I started witnessing to him. And we got through pumping gas, and uh, he uh, went into. golden pantry and paid, come back out. Make a long story short, he prayed to receive Christ right there at that gas station. And, uh, come on, Cash. Come on, Cash. We're going to get you, stand right here with me just a minute, okay? And, uh, that man died Saturday. And he had cancer. Younger than I am, and we had rabbit hunted together. And, uh, It made such an influence on Ben, especially. I've heard him say, you know, I know how to witness because I saw my father lead somebody to Jesus in the Golden Pantry in Lexington. But anyway, he died, and to my knowledge, I don't know if he ever followed through with that or not, but that means a lot this morning. You know what I'm saying? For him to pray that prayer and get saved there at the Golden Pantry. This young man got saved in the first grade. He told me a while ago. His name is Cash Pruitt. It's his mom and dad here. And they are so proud of him. And he wants to be baptized this morning. Jesus Christ saved your soul, right?
0: Yes, sir. Come on up here, Cash. We're proud of you, buddy. Gotten to know him in our children's ministry on Sunday mornings. Kids worship, life group. Sit right on down at the end right here. And you've heard Cash make his profession of faith today before you. And not only today will he be baptized, but his family, Megan and Shane Gravitt, they're going to join today. They're going to be added to our body today. And so I know all of us are definitely celebrating with them about what God is doing in their family and in their hearts and lives. We've had the opportunity to get to know them in our Embrace Life group. So God's doing a great work in their family we're so thankful for it you've heard pastor terry already ask you but i want to ask you Is jesus christ your personal lord and savior amen i love to hear a confident young man share his face in front of all of these you know that's what baptism is a witness some of us that needs to just be our witness to tell everybody we know that we belong to jesus and so obedience to our father in heaven And upon your profession of faith, I baptize you, Cash Pruitt, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, buried with him in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. Good job, son. We're so proud of you, so proud of what God is doing in your family. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Now, I think we have another one. Is that right? We've got one more coming in the back. Now, I know that Gina Bales is just going to get busy here in just a few minutes. But, don't let that stop you. I'm not going to get back up here. You might, some of you may be worried that I'm going to get back up here and keep preaching for another 30 minutes. I'm done. Alright? You're not holding. Okay. Well, make sure your mic's on.
1: That young person is coming. Uh, I told that story because you know, you don't know if you get another chance. You don't know if you'll respond in a positive like that man did at the service station. So, you know, baptism is important, but getting saved is more important. Amen. And so, you know, you already know how to be saved. Just confess your sins and ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Come in your heart and save your soul. You can do that right there where you sit. And then you can decide about baptism. But get saved, no matter what you do, because, folks, hell is real. Just like heaven is real, hell is real, and you don't want to miss heaven, but you certainly don't want to go to hell. So get saved, and then you can get baptized. Uh, and we evidently have a little bit of time. I'm like Jerry Clower, tells a story about.
0: I'm hoping that you'll tell this, because uh, this is good. I get love baptism. To relax.
1: I love baptism, but I don't believe it saves you. I believe. Praying the sinner's prayer and asking Jesus Christ to save you is what saves you. But I'm like the preacher that was called on the carpet and the deacons told him, said, you know, all you preach about is is baptism. That's all you ever preach about is baptism. He said, well, I didn't know you felt that way. Here's the Bible. Pick out the text and I'll preach it. And so they picked out the text the ax is laid at the root of the tree. And he said, okay, I'll preach that. So he got up in the pulpit and he said, the ax is laid at the root of the tree. And he, he thought about it a minute, you know, and he got kind of excited. And he said, the ax is laid at the root of the tree. Man, he's really pumped up now. He, he don't know where this is going, but he knows what, it, what he needs to say next. And he said, the ax is laid at the root of the tree. The only reason the ax is laid at the root of the tree is so you can cut down the tree, dam up the creek, and have a baptizing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we're having a baptizing today. And don't miss out on what the Lord's doing in your heart. You know, uh, Pastor Ben is, and Pastor Robbie, they do a great job here, and I'm sure they would you know, encourage you to make any decision for the Lord while we're having this time. The Word word of God says that if we'll respond to Him in the positive, He'll save our souls, He'll lift our hurts, He'll cause us to be the people we've been made to be. So you respond. It may be that you want to rededicate your life or come and pray for your family. You know, this is a time when all can respond to what God wants to do in their heart and life. So you come while these are coming. Revival has started. Don't let it pass you by.
0: We're so thankful for this lady and what she's already done here in our preschool. Served as one of our teachers in our preschool here at Trinity during our weekday preschool with Miss Misty and all the others, you can sit right there. And she came to my wife and told me just now, she said, I was saved when I was younger, but I'm very nervous about doing this today. Listen, somebody else probably feels the same way. And we're proud of the decision that you've made, Nicole, to trust Christ and to be that witness, to share that testimony of what God's doing in your life. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Amen. In obedience to our Lord and Savior, and upon your profession of faith, I baptize you, Nicole Smith, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Buried with Him in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) To God be the glory. We're so thankful for these that have come today. In. We're not going to keep you. We're not putting any pressure on you. We're not trying to make you feel bad. We just want you to know that Jesus loves you and that He wants to set you free through you just being obedient to Him and believers' baptism. Would anybody else today, anybody else, I want to respond to God's moving today through the power of the Holy Spirit. If you would, again, we've got everything you need. Right back here, we've got guys, we've got ladies available to help you and direct you, and provide for you everything you're going to need to eliminate all excuses. If you go back and look, I mentioned this earlier in the very first verses that we've read. Did you see what happened, how God provided It was a desert road. Last time I checked, there ain't a whole lot of water in the desert. But God provided, and what did the eunuch say? He said, look, there's water. Why couldn't I be baptized? What about you? Anybody else today, if you just slip out? We'd love for you to respond. While that's going on, here's what I challenge you to do. We got to reach Crusade in two weeks. We got other things coming up. Other people scheduled to be baptized. Other people. God's been doing a work in their life. And I can't wait to see. Those of you that remember back five years ago, I leaned over to my son. He was seven years old, I think, at the time, seven, eight years old. And people were coming. And this is what we're praying for. I hope this is what you believe in People were coming. People were being saved. People were being baptized. It was a move from God. And I leaned over to him, and I'll never forget it. One of the greatest things I've ever seen in church in my life. I leaned over to him, and I said, Son, don't ever forget this day. Don't ever forget it. Because the Holy Spirit was moving. I want you believers today to be challenged. Don't ever forget this day where people stepped out on faith they didn't know what was going to happen when they came in here but they had a divine encounter isn't that amazing how God works <clears throat> a desert road two total strangers and God did a work here's what I want us to do this is going to probably make some of you feel uncomfortable so again I'm not putting any pressure on you. but God's people are called to pray seek his faith, humble themselves. And when they do that, he wants to heal their land. He wants to allow a big move of God to happen. And so I think you know of somebody that needs to be saved. I think you know of somebody that needs to be baptized. I think you know of somebody that maybe is their life and their family is just in a wreck. And you say, man, I wish they could be here. I wish they could have been here today. I wish they could be here for each crusade. Here's what I want us to do and how I want us to close us out today. Are you ready? No doubt. My dad's going to be here. I'm going to be here. If you still need to be baptized, we'll stop whatever we're doing to do that. But here's what I'm asking you to do. We're going to sing a song. Oh, come to the altar. Man, what a better way than for God's people to pray. To pray. For lost people. When's the last time you prayed for someone who was lost? When's the last time you prayed like Philip did for the opportunity and then to be completely transplanted from one place to another? Did you know when the Ethiopian eunuch was baptized, it opened up all of Ethiopia for the gospel? Two guys, a divine encounter. They were ready. Are you ready? for that divine encounter. Are you ready for God to use you? Are you ready to die? Are you ready for the rapture? Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to pray, say amen. I want God's people to come and pray for lost people. Okay? If you still need to be baptized, if you still need to join the church, if you still need to be saved, I'm available and my dad's available and then we're going to close this thing out. Are you ready? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you. We worship you this day for what you have done in our midst through the power of the Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for these that have stepped out, been courageous. And Lord, I pray that you would set them free to do great and mighty things for your kingdom and your glory. God, I pray that your people would come right now and pray for the lost. And pray that those lost people, those lost friends, those lost family members would one day end up in this baptismal pool, saved by the grace of God. For it's in your name we pray, amen. Stand with us right now. Won't you come and pray? Any kind of decision you need to make, don't wait. How's the Spirit going to lead you? Who's going to be the first one? Step out right now.